0: Tom, someone I know via the Colchester through art scene, uh, Rosanna Chew has got a uh, a podcast, and she is that her name Chew? Is that her name? Yes, Chew. Chew, yeah. yeah. As in Chew, as in, did you like it? They don't make Chewits anymore, do they? They don't make Chewits anymore. No. Who doesn't make Chewits? <laughs> do you not remember Chewit? I do remember. Do you Chew-It's. remember that one that ever with the monster that was so big that it eat the Taj Mahal? Who was so hungry until they gave him Chewit?
1: Oh yeah.
0: What's your best flavour? Banana was mine.
1: All oh, right, yeah, I suppose strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose
0: we better introduce ourselves as we're love another pod as well, yeah. So, um, uh, I'm Marcus. And my name's Tom, and we do a pod called Modern Art is Rubbish. Yeah, modernartisrubbish.com is the website. And uh, Rosanna has sent us some questions for her podcast and we are going to answer them now. Uh, Right,
1: okay, so if I read out the questions, you do the answers, yeah.
0: Oh, do you want to... And if you feel you've got an answer to the questions, because I think they... should we
1: take it in turns then? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, first question. How did you get into art firstly? Was it from an early age at school or after school, going
0: into college or uni? Tom, this is a really... I've gotten really emotional about this because I was drawing from quite a young age but i used to do uh like fun drawings um so my brother was a naturally gifted artist he was five years older than me and i used to just like draw sort of funny cartoons and funny sort of comic things i i did a thing about the troll army i the found a sketchbook yeah
1: is that like military
0: news yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was It was a full troll army i designed the whole thing yeah. all their tactics and everything
1: Oh right, yeah. So yes. this is like instead of playing with soldiers, you were drawing your own. Yeah, I was drawing my own troll army, a troll c- tank. Little boys in the old days used to play with soldiers. <laughs> I don't know and if I they do now. The whole army.
0: <laughs> I don't know what I intended to do. Oh, and right, I yeah. found a drawing where I, I took the Mickey out of Hitler as well. I mean, a drawing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's one of my earlier ones.
1: So your early inferences was fighting the. uh
0: I've maybe fighting the Nazis with my Australian right, yeah. army. <laughs> I, I didn't get into art till I left school because I had a, a teacher who really didn't encourage my art at all. And I remember one time I spent ages on this picture of a cat, and I did the drawings. I even cut out all the letters for the name of the cat. And I remember it was a cat called Jenny, and spent hours on it. And my teacher just looked at it and just dissed it. And that was it. I didn't. I gave up art. I didn't do art at school at all. After that,
1: so your teacher was a dog person.
0: I take it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get into art ages. Not until I was in my twenties. I didn't start drawing.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Go on. Then. Do you do second question? Second
0: question. Were there any artists in particular inspired you early on? If so, who and why? Have you got any artists, Tom, that inspired you? Um, music.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, music artists. I'm try. I'll try and think of visual arts. Yeah. I'm not. I don't practice much visual arts. I do draw yeah. a little bit. I I was very excited when I first heard of uh, Damien oh, Hurst. Oh, Damien Hurst. I know this might upset some people. Oh no! <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I'm but, upset. I'm not
1: upset. No. Yeah, I was excited because he had some unusual objects in his art pieces, such as the Shark Tank formaldehyde, yeah. the butterfly thing he did. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I would have been like a teenager, and that would be my first exposure to modern art was seeing cool. those sort of pieces. So seeing something a bit different, it sort of ignited the rebel in my heart, maybe, seeing yeah. seeing like the more modern stuff of Damien Hirst or uh, Tracy Emin. Seeing her cry on telly had quite an effect on me as a teenager. Were there any artists in particular that inspired you early on? If so, who and why?
0: My mum went to the works and she bought me a, when I was about 21, 22, she bought me a book on Edvard Munch. And I loved it. I loved the expressionistic nature of it. I loved the fact that it appealed to, directly to my emotions. So that is the first real inspiration of art. Mm-hmm. Um, that and so having the Mona Lisa in my nan's flat in Basildon, which we talked about in our uh, Mona Lisa episode. That was quite inspirational yeah. to me as well. Yeah. Seeing it beautifully striped in an orange light from the street lamp behind. That was good. Question three, that's really relevant to me, isn't it? So. Okay,
1: yeah. So did you do a foundation course? What was it like? And uh, did it help you navigate your sense of where you fit in with your art before doing a degree?
0: Basically, I know exactly why I did my foundation course. Is because I had a lot of knowledge about art and I wanted to uh, see if what I was thinking about art and thinking about how I did my work whether it actually was what art teachers and uh art other artists would consider to be art was my what I considered my thinking about art on the right lines do you, do you think you would have done this pod had you not done
1: that course foundation course
0: yes i would have done this pod because i've been obsessed about art history since my mum bought me that book
1: what was your experience like at uni arts Or art school if you
0: did go to university to do a degree and what did you study and why i never went to uni i do have a style about that everyone i know that went to uni to study art said they enjoyed the foundation course the most sure much more than they did uni so So, I, i didn't need to go to uni yeah
1: what made you want to set up Modern Night is Rubbish? And how, you, how did you come to it and when, when did you start it? Why did we start a podcast together? I can't remember. I think we were really pissed, weren't we? Oh, I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I must have lots of coffee. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think it was your idea and you came to me and were yeah. like, oh, you're up for doing a pod yeah, that's about art. And I was just like, yeah, yeah whatever, Marcus. <laughs> 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 you're, always,
0: you're all full of talk, all mouth and trousers, and I actually did it this time.
1: We started recording it six months before we released our first episode. Yes, we did. We did like about six months s- of practice, didn't we? That first
0: one where we did a trial one, I think it was on... Um, on hyperrealism, and it was really awkward and weird, and I felt it was really out. Hyperrealism, of my... yeah. Do you remember we talked about <laughs> about drawing? In, we talked about hyper-realism, about people that draw like photographs. Because you... uh, we we started off making the
1: episodes over Skype, didn't we? Yeah. And then we like eventually, I built a little like a little sound room down the bottom of the garden yeah. to do it in.
0: Yeah. So it's yeah, it's much better, much easier being face to face recording it. Right, next question. Yeah. What's the best thing about doing your podcast?
1: Well, I think doing it with a friend is really good fun because, like, I don't think I'd uh, be doing this if it wasn't for you. And what I enjoy most about it is, uh, you know, seeing us grow as a, as a little partnership. Yeah. It's kind of fun doing it with your mates. And I guess a lot of podcasters do do it with their friends or their colleagues, don't they? Yeah. It's quite a common
0: thing, I suppose. Yeah, I've done it to get invited to more parties, and I still haven't. Actually um, get more involved in the arts, and also is to be able to pull some other people a platform to get their art more talked about. Yeah, it's nice. So less it's, known. That's quite nice.
1: Yeah, it's nice to learn more about art, because I have so many friends who went to art college yeah, yeah. or who are artists, and I, I can understand you know, the, um, other worlds that I don't normally mix in so much. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I've got a foot in the art world without, yeah. like, practising. Yeah. By doing the podcast and learning about art yeah. history and talking to artists.
0: And I think that's quite important because I think there's a lot of arts funding that's been pulled, from particularly from schools at the moment. So hopefully people that don't genuinely like art might tune in and listen to our art podcast and uh, get into art that way. So, you know, we're, we're out there to educate people as well as entertain, of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven Does being based in a really creative, art based place like Brighton help you help to boost your creativity, uh, inspiration, and inspiration? And what was it that particularly attracted you to Brighton? Well, for me,
1: it was coming down. I came down for a New Year's Eve party in 2001. Yeah. And I came down with some friends who, and had one friend who was already living here. I had such fun. Got back home a couple of days later, back to London I was living at the time. And cried. I, I probably cried for about five days. And then I was like, yeah, I'm moving down there. And I yeah. was I'd moved down literally a few weeks after that party I'd been down wow. to. I had such fun, met such nice people. I was like, oh, I'm going to go and move there. Yeah, oh,
0: cool. But then I just did. Yeah, I, I went up here, visited here twice with my mate, Paul, and it was in the rain. Uh, it's kind of like a bit of a mod pilgrimage because uh, famously Quadrophini was filmed here. And I thought, God, if I like this place in the rain, my friend just said, oh, let's move here. And I went, no, all right, yeah, let's do it.
1: That oh, was yeah. it.
0: So, yeah. And, I, and
1: we met like a, a week or two after that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I met
1: you and you, we were like, oh, I know you're from Colchester. We yeah. kind of recognised each other from the each other. the gig.
0: But Brighton is really creative. But I think it's just that Brighton is very creative and it is good to be around creative people because it does drive you. Yeah, there's plenty of
1: inspiration if you want to find it yeah. around Brighton.
0: For instance, particularly with podcasts, there's even like a meet-up group with, for podcasters in Brighton, so there's quite Which a lot. Which we went to. Yeah, we did. That was great fun, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you got a little badge, didn't you? You got like, oh, I have a podcast or podcast curious.
1: Yeah, all I remember is all the pizza and beers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all the water. <laughs> <gasps> it's, it's fair to say like podcasters in
0: Brighton aren't the healthiest bunch. All right, eighth Question. What advice would you give to younger people uh, just starting out after finishing school or even uni that have graduated wanting to still be in the creative arts but unsure how to get ahead? <sighs> I think branding is a big thing these days.
1: Absolutely, I, yeah.
0: I think you've got to decide that you you know there is a real balance with what you do, with your artistic integrity and the market as well, and you have to compromise, I think
1: yeah well I mean in terms of earning money for an artist like marketing is one of the areas where you can do really well i suppose yeah, yeah. and I suppose it's important in for whatever type of artist you are, like branding yeah. is 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 key to whatever you do is
0: absolutely it? and also um I think it is a case of doing it, making sure you execute on those ideas i mean when i learned the way I learned to draw was Rather than do one perfect picture, I used to do a hundred rubbish runs really quickly, and I think that's the attitude. The attitude is the same with starting the podcast. You just have to start it at some point. You just do it, and you, even if you do it badly, it's better to do something badly than not to do it at all.
1: And not expect like quick results as well, because yeah. as I, I I say to Marcus quite a lot is like this friend or that friend they've been having their band for. 10 years before they got to play the main stage at Glastonbury yeah. it's a long job to get to the top of where you want to go and it's it's not going to happen overnight unless you're very very lucky and that's quite unusual for an overnight success yeah, yeah. isn't it i suppose like 99.9% of artists work at it for years before they get to where they want to go i suppose yeah, yeah. i'm not wrong in saying that it's the same it's definitely like that in music and I, I would imagine it's the same for all yeah. you artist guys.
0: Yeah, and it is true. And also when you get to that point where you want to give up, that's the point you have to keep going. And I think that's what separates people out. Because I've had this just doing this, doing, because I do, I do all the editing uh, with the pod and I do all the research. And there have been points where I've just said I've had enough. I've just had enough of it. And you just go with it. I don't know if you've experienced that with it.
1: I, I, I when that happens I just go out and have a few drinks and get in a fight.
0: <laughs> Next morning I've forgotten about it. <laughs> For the record that is not true. <laughs> okay, right. Final and ninth question. I think this is one okay. I probably only applies to me.
1: Okay, okay. So, what's one creative material you could not live without and why if you had to choose?
0: I want to say Fimo. Cause you know what Fimo is? Fimo is like a modelling clay, but it's like a kind of like a plasticky kind of modelling clay, and then you put it in the the oven and bake it, and it goes really hard. It's it's not plasticine, it's but it's kind of like that. But I never used the stuff. But it came to mind when I said it. Um, but basically, a water soluble pen, a water brush, and a piece of paper. Now can I just stop you here? Uh, yeah.
1: Okay, we're after like one creative material. Um, one. Create. You're on a desert island. This is desert island disc, isn't it? <laughs> uh, what one art, art material can you bring with you?
0: One, one art material, only one. Only one. Yeah, you can have five albums. A knife. <laughs> yeah. I bring a knife then. A just, knife. Just yeah. I can cut trees down and and burn them and and make charcoal. Oh, nice. And then I draw charcoal on whatever was charcoal on bark i don't know where would you draw where would you draw on a desert island where you could use oh, rocks you no know,
1: you draw on the beach you'd be like h-e-l-p-m-e <laughs> 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 um,
0: yeah so final uh question um which isn't written down is uh where can people listen to our podcast com um yeah that's it uh well it's that's been quite cool these questions i've been re- i've enjoyed have we done all of them yeah we have seems so short so brief but so um so beautiful Tom.
1: okay so i want to know like you've got your knife on the desert island yeah um what um what uh are you, what are you allowed on desert island? five albums in it what what uh, or what album
0: would you bring with you, you had one album War of the Worlds. <laughs> I don't know why. I just have that because it's just random. That's the first thing that came into my head. Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds. Oh wow, yeah. So I can think, oh well, I won't be alone for too long because the aliens are going to invade. Yeah, and kill me. So you've got some sort
1: of alien war music and a knife with you. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs>